Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace. Welcome aboard. I'm Mike with Joel. Glad you found us. Growingingrace.org. All of our past podcasts are listed there. Newest ones are first. However you discovered us, we're glad you're here, and we hope that you'll share it with someone else, too. Different people access our program in different ways. Uh, There's iTunes. There's YouTube. There's, as I mentioned, growingandgrace.org. And there's a host of other methods. But what's cool about this, Joel, is the people we've heard from all around the globe who have somehow stumbled onto our our humble little podcast here about God's goodness and grace. Yeah, it's amazing. And and we love hearing from you wherever you're at. As we sort of alluded to last week when uh, we shared about a a couple who had overheard our conversation at, at a restaurant, when people hear the good news, they're attracted to it. They're attracted to God. Because God's Word is good news. And as you, um, wherever you're at around the world, as you, uh, you know, contact us and let us know that uh, the good news that we're sharing is affecting you in, in a good way, uh, and as you share it with other people, it's, that's good too, because that's really what this is all about. You know, um, Romans talks about people who were given beautiful feet. It, it ta- uses the word beautiful feet, describing those who share good news. And so, I don't know, I look at my feet, I, I think my toenails need to be cut, but other than that, I just love the beautiful feet that God has given us uh, to run and to share this awesome good news. Well, Cap, we were recently uh, accused in a book of running from the words of Jesus, and so we've been using a few of our podcasts here to kind of counter that, to, to explain ourselves. We've been talking a lot about the words of Jesus in context. We don't run from the words of Jesus. We highly exalt the words of Jesus, as is uh, written in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're so happy that Jesus said the things that he did, and we look at them in the context of the new covenant. And we realized, as we were talking about last week, that a lot of what Jesus said was old covenant teaching. It was Jesus teaching as a Jew to the Jews, teaching the law for the reason the law was given. And the the reason law was given was to show the world their guilt. And a lot of this we can see in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And so we'll talk uh, some more about that as we explain how, no, we're not running from the words of Jesus. We're lifting up the name and the words of Jesus, and hopefully given some good context for it. Well, for a couple of guys who are running away from the words of Jesus, we're sure spending a lot of time on them lately. (laughs) That is the Uh, truth. (laughs) But you're right. I mean, the, the law was never given to try to get people in line. God didn't give that law to Moses back on Mount Sinai to try and get everybody straightened out. It was it was really meant to almost do the opposite, to show people that they 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 were going to fall far short of the perfect standard that was required. And keep in mind, this wasn't just something that God forced down the throat of the Jewish people. They agreed to it, yeah. and that's what a covenant is. You mm-hmm. can't just force somebody into a contract 
uh, unless they're willing to do it. And they said they were willing. Yeah, well, we'll here, here's the contract. Oh, yes, Scott, we agree to this. Sure, you bet. So, you know, it worked both ways. It's, it's a covenant between a couple of parties. That's the beauty of the new covenant, by the way. The, the parties involved were the father and the son. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. we, we weren't in the mix to, to mess it up. That's so, right. The Sermon on the Mount here, again, I, I, I say this quite often, at least I know I did last week, and that is, I hope you can go back and listen to the last podcast because we were just getting started on what we were talking about here, and I don't want to keep repeating myself or we never get to where we want to go. But we're still under the old covenant here. Jesus, a prophet, born of a woman, born under the law, the book of Galatians says, and he's ministering the law to the Jewish people who are under that law here on the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew's, uh, Matthew chapters 5 through 7. And he says, you are the salt of the earth. If the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? Uh, it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Who's he talking to here? Remember what Joel said last week? Imagine yourself being there. You don't even know who this Jesus guy is. You had no way of knowing he was the son of God. None. No way. And here he is giving this, you knew he was some sort of a, a prophet or a teacher or rabbi or whatever they wanted to call him, but, but you didn't really know much about him. You, you didn't know what he was trying to communicate with you here. You didn't know that the new covenant was almost upon us. You were just there in the crowd listening to what this guy had to say. And he was teaching these Jewish people what the law really meant, not just a Pharisee's interpretation of it not just the view of a hypocrite who would tell you what the law says. Jesus was telling you what the law really said. But the city on a hill, the salt of the earth, you Jewish people, you people of God, you people of Jehovah God, you are the, the salt of the earth. You're the, the city on the hill. Mm -hmm. You're the light of the world. We tie ourselves as Christians into these verses, but that's not who he's talking to here. And then he goes on to say, I did not come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill, which he ended up doing. I don't want to get stuck on that point here because we've talked about that a lot here on Growing in Grace. And so he, he goes on from there further into it, Joel. So our point here is that page that says New Testament before the book of Matthew, pretend it isn't there. We're going from Malachi to Matthew to this old covenant prophet and teacher named Jesus. And he is trying to show these Jewish people that they cannot live up to this law. And Joel, if, if more people understood you know, with that mentality and that context, and they understood just when the new covenant began and why the law was given, we wouldn't have uh, quite so many um, confusing things going on in, in the minds of people. Because as we look at what Jesus goes on to say from here, I mean, he starts, he's starting out the sermon here again, but he says, your righteousness will have to exceed that of the Pharisees or you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he goes on, you, you've heard the ancients were told you shall not commit murder. I say, everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, uh, you fool, are you good for nothing? Uh, it actually means you empty headed, kind of like the three stooges. They used to call people <laughs> lame brains and numbskulls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. You, you lame, if you call somebody a lame brain, you're guilty of being before the Supreme Court. Whoever says you fool shall be guilty of, of a fiery hell. So you, you're, you're wondering as a believer in Christ, wow, I, I called that person a name. I wonder if I'm in danger of hell. If you're under the wrong mentality and the wrong context between old and new covenant, you may have some of those 
things go through your mind. Jesus says, therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, stop right there. Offering, altar, who do you think he's talking to? These are people under the law. These was, this is where sacrifices took place. Trying to establish something in your mind here, listening to us, trying to establish the importance of context in what Jesus was trying to say during this Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, I mean, and, and you again, you put yourself in their shoes as they're listening to Jesus. And they, they understand uh, what he's saying when he says, you have heard that it was said, uh, because the Gentiles hadn't heard that it was said this, that, or the other thing, but the Jews had heard that because it was part of their law. And so, obviously, Jesus is talking to Jews here because the Gentiles hadn't heard all of these things. And so a lot of these things that he's saying, like you were saying, Cap, some of the, just a few of those examples, uh, but if you read through them all, you know, if you're angry with your brother, or if you say you fool, if your righteousness doesn't exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees, those are all words that are spoken to Jews. And here's the thing, in their mindset, if they would just follow the law— then they were righteous. Romans says that they were seeking to establish their own righteousness through the keeping of the law. And so that's what they were doing. And what Jesus is doing here is he's showing them that even their attempts at keeping the law was making them fall short. They were falling short in that. And here's the thing, uh, going back to something you had said just a, a little while ago, Cap, Hebrews 8, 8 says, you know, talking about the two different covenants, well, Hebrews 8, 7, it says, for if there had been nothing wrong with that first covenant, no place would have been sought for another, but God found fault with the people. God found fault with them. In that old covenant, because like you said, that covenant, a covenant is between two parties. You got God on the one hand, and you got the people on the other hand. They were falling short. God found fault with them. But the thing is, they didn't get it. They didn't understand. And so Jesus came along magnifying what the law said to show them, hey, look, you think that you're righteous. You think that you're doing all right. But even if you've heard that it was said, that this was said, I'm telling you, it's not even that if you commit adultery, it's if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, and so on and so forth. So many of these things that Jesus said, he was talking to them, showing them that they need something more than this covenant, because in that covenant, the only thing that happens is that they see that they have fallen short. God found fault with them. And so a place was needed for a new covenant. And so as Jesus is teaching this old covenant to them, we're looking ahead to the time of his death, his eventual death on the cross, when the new covenant would finally come. And it was a covenant that wasn't based on that old covenant. It was completely different. But like Cap's saying, what we're trying to point out is that the old covenant didn't start with Matthew 1, verse 1. The new covenant started with the death of Jesus. And we Gentiles weren't even part of that first covenant. The only covenant we've ever known is the covenant of grace. Right. And so you can see in what some of Jesus Jesus is saying here that it's it's obviously pertaining to the Jewish people and not the Gentiles at all. And you pointed out, Joel, that the Gentiles wouldn't have even heard of a lot of these things that Jesus is is bringing out from the law. And that's exactly what he's talking about here, one right after the other, you know, referring to adultery. You've heard it said that you shall not commit adultery. Let me tell you what that really means. Hey, guys, if you look at a woman with lust, you, you've already committed adultery. 
in your heart. And it, it, it just keeps going on. He gets into divorce. But again, he's always referring back to the law. You, you've heard it said, or it is written, or it says this, or you know, maybe you've heard it this way. But he's always referring back to the law. And I'm telling you, here's what it really means. And, you know, uh, anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And adultery, by the way, was often punishable by death. Mm -hmm. And so he had these people's attention because he was pointing out, he was elevating the law and magnifying it so they could see it up closer than what they had actually been told. And I'm skipping over some parts here, but if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even tax collectors do the same? If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? So again, he's not speaking to us here. He's speaking to those Jewish people at that time under the law. Do not even Gentiles do that? Come on, you're, you're supposed to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world here, uh, my Jewish friends. So if you're going to try to follow this thing and, and, and really fulfill this, this old covenant, here's what you're going to have to do. And he wraps up chapter 5 by saying uh, you are to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think the mistake, one of the big mistakes we make today is that when we hear Jesus say, you have heard that it was said or it is written, but now I tell you, we think that the now I tell you part is Christianity. But he's, <laughs> yeah, like it's a new thing. Right. right. But he's, like you said, he's magnifying the old covenant, not giving a new Christian teaching. And so we've got more to say about this. We'll pick it up again next week on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.